First off, all the news you need to start your day. Good morning, you're listening to News Talk with me, Eamon Torsney. It's Friday, September 22nd. I hope you're well. Coming up. So we have to be careful in whatever response that you don't lose that point of contact because that's the strength of our democracy. Calls for safe access zone law after protests and make way day for people with disabilities. Plus we'll have all the other news making the headlines and the latest in sport and entertainment. But first up this morning. The Taoiseach and several government ministers round up their visit to the United Nations today. The Overadkar will give the country's national address to the UN General Assembly later. News Talk's political correspondent Sean Defoe reports. Today ends one of the longest trips a Taoiseach has taken to the United Nations for high-level week with the Taoiseach Leo Varadkar attending events across New York and Miami over the past five days. Later, Leo Varadkar will give Ireland's national address setting out the priorities for the country in the year to come and where international countries need to work together to tackle some of the bigger challenges the world faces. Climate Minister Eamon Ryan will attend an event around dealing with the loss and damage caused by climate change and paying smaller countries for that, while the Health Minister Stephen Donnelly has meetings about tackling tuberculosis. Much has been said this week about progress and declarations on various deals, but the absences of a number of key political figures and the old frictions at the UN between developed and developing countries remain. Sean Defoe in New York. State-funded IVF will be introduced for the first time next Monday. The €10 million scheme will take about 3,000 couples a year. There will be eligibility criteria, including around weight. Health Minister Stephen Donnelly says it's a milestone moment. It was a really important commitment in the budget last year. A lot of people at the time said they would be very, very surprised if within one year we'd be able to uh, roll out uh, on time uh, this state-funded access to IVF and I'm delighted to be able to say uh, that we are on track uh, and as of next week uh, um, access will be provided. The Garda Representative Association will meet with the Garda Commissioner again this morning after what was described as a brief and direct engagement with Drew Harris yesterday. The Commissioner's offered to enter negotiations with Garda associations on rosters. Alan Cantwell reports. The statement added that the GRA executive considered the merits of the alternative option of internal national discussions as suggested. However, they said they continue to have a number of concerns which they intend to raise with the Commissioner this morning before agreeing to any such course of action. This dispute centres on the introduction of a proposed six-day-on, four-day-off roster that Commissioner Harris said would be introduced in November regardless of opposition from the GRA. Garthia at present work a four-day-on, four-day-off roster which was introduced during the COVID-19 pandemic. Last week, rank and file Garthia overwhelmingly carried a vote of no confidence in the Commissioner, with 98.7% backing the motion. Minister Eamon Ryan has called for safe access zone legislation to be enacted in the midst of renewed protests from the far right. The Doyle is scheduled to pass laws prohibiting certain protests around healthcare settings this term, something promised in the wake of the abortion referendum. Speaking in New York, Eamon Ryan said security may also need to be tightened around the Doyle and libraries. We have to look in terms of how we manage security and so on in, in Doyle Aaron, but we have to be careful you don't lose the point of contact between Irish people and politicians. I mean, it's a real strength of our country is that most people would know a TD and would never feel shy about approaching a TD to try and, you know, kind of... And so we have to be careful in whatever response that you don't lose that point of contact because that's the strength of our democracy. 
Irish householders and businesses are still putting most of their waste into the wrong bin. The Environmental Protection Agency says over two-thirds of waste in black bins could have been put in the recycling or brown bins. Its National Municipal Waste Characterisation Report shows food waste is the most common in commercial waste bins at 30%. EPA Programme Manager Warren Phelan says the waste isn't being put in the proper place. In the general waste bins, food waste and plastics are the top two wastes that are in there that could be in our recycling bins or organic waste bins. So, you know, in the, in the context of food waste, what we would say to households and businesses is in the first instance is prevention is always better. So, you know, better management of our food, better planning around meals, etc. will lower, you know, will lower the amount of food waste that we're actually generating. Irish consumer sentiment dropped to its lowest level in six months. Successive interest rate increases and a gloomier economic outlook are believed to be the main reasons for the drop in confidence. Economist Austin Hughes says consumers are worried not just by increases in the cost of living, but worries about back to school costs and expenditure in the run up to Christmas. I think they're worried because they've seen a renewed increase in oil prices. They're worried because they've seen interest rates going up. And on top of that, they have the normal elements, the back to school or college costs, the costs of putting on the heating as we approach the winter, and of course the countdown to Christmas. Ukraine's president insists his country will not betray freedom in its war with Russia after securing more military aid from the US. Vladimir Zelensky's in Washington where he's held talks with Joe Biden at the White House. As part of a package worth more than £200 million sterling, the US president has promised to send the first US M1 Abrams tanks by next week and boost air defence systems. Mr Biden has this message for his Ukrainian counterpart. Together with our partners and allies, the American people are determined to see to it that you do all we can to ensure the world stands with you. And that is our overwhelming objective. More than 1,800 events are planned for around the country as part of Culture Night, which gets underway this evening. Close to 750,000 people participated in events last year. Sinead O'Reilly from the Arts Council says all activities will be available to the public free of charge, with events taking place in cities and towns, as well as the islands. This is Culture Night's 18th year and we are uh, happening right across the country. So we expect about somewhere between 17 to 1800 events happening right across the country. Every city, every county, every town and village and townland are taking part right out to the islands and from into the city centres. The former Speaker of Britain's House of Commons, John Burkow, is joining the cast of reality TV show The Traitors. He'll appear in the latest series of the US version alongside stars including the Love Island winner Ekin Sue and heavyweight boxing champion Deontay Wilder. Uh, Burkow stood down from his role in 2019 and was last year denied a pass to the House of Parliament after he was found to be a serial bully by an independent panel. And Sport Now in France will be hoping that last night's 96 points to nil World Cup win over Namibia didn't come at a massive cost. Captain Antoine Dupont was taken to hospital for scans on a suspected fractured orbital bone. The World Cup host ran in 14 tries in a 96 points to nil victory over Namibia in Marseille. And Argentina will look to revive their quarterfinal hopes this evening as they play Samoa. And that is first up for this morning. Please start your day with us again here on Monday. You can check out all the news you need on Newstalk.com.